This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. We've got some clouds this morning, 43 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday, the 9th of November, 2021. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. Got a little fog out as well here and there. We should see that burn off by mid-morning. We'll have mostly cloudy skies throughout the day and a high in the low 70s. Clear tonight, our low 50. Partly sunny Wednesday, another nice day, a high of 70. Then Wednesday night, we've got showers overnight, 80% chance of rain, low down to 54. That should clear out early Thursday morning, leave behind mostly sunny skies, a high of 64 for Veterans Day. Clear Thursday night, a little cooler, low of 41, and a lot cooler Friday afternoon, a high of only 59 with sunny skies. Right now, it's cloudy, 43 degrees at the KVOM studios. Let's congratulate our employee of the day, Christina Fryer, with Moralton Elementary School. Obituary announcements this morning. Brian Keith Bruno Burnett, age 52, died Tuesday, November 2nd. He attended Fort Reach Church, was a musician and entertainer, had his own theater in Branson for many years, and is survived by his wife, Hope Deaver Burnett of Jerusalem, his father, Willard Burnett of Plummerville, mother, Betty Burnett of Jerusalem, Children Justin Burnett of Conway, Clyde and Floyd Fuller of Jerusalem, Heather Mills of Oklahoma, Bailey Walker of Jonesboro, Kristen Gully of Maumel, three brothers, four grandchildren, and many nieces, nephews, aunts, uncles, cousins, and friends. Graveside Memorial Service for Brian Keith Bruno Burnett will be held Saturday, November 13th at 2 p.m. at Old Liberty Cemetery near Jerusalem. Arrangements are by Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home of Moralton. Antoine Martez Kennedy, age 42, of Conway, died on Sunday, October 31st. Celebration of Life Memorial Service will be held Friday, November 12th at 11 a.m. at the Community Center in Cleveland with arrangements by Larry G. Ackland Funeral Home of Conway. William Nelson Looney, age 75, of Hattieville, died Wednesday, November 3rd. Memorial Graveside Service will be Saturday, November 13th at 11 a.m. at Old Hickory Cemetery with Brother Bob Birch officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Arbery Lynn Slechta, age 31, of Springfield, died on Saturday, November 6th. She was of the Southern Baptist faith and worked several different jobs. She is survived by her mother, Susan Blair of Springfield, Father Edward Slechta of Moralton, Son Drake Anthony Freeman of Springfield, maternal grandmother Betty Blair of Springfield, and sisters Jennifer McCarthy of Florida and Chelsea Slechta of Moralton. Funeral services for Aubrey Lynn Slechta will be Friday, November 12th, 2 p.m. at the Harris Chapel with Brother Eldridge Snow and Brother Dwight Scott officiating. Private burial will be by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends one hour prior to service time. Danny Carl Williams, age 68, died Tuesday, November 2nd. Visitation is Thursday, November 11th, 6 to 8 p.m. at Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home in Moralton. Stephen Welton Williams, age 83, of Moralton, died Saturday, October 30th. He is survived by his children Terry, Demetrius, Valerie, and Gloria Williams, King Walton, Stefan, and Shaylin Thomas, six siblings, 27 grandchildren, and a host of nieces and nephews. Funeral service for Stephen Welton Williams will be held Saturday, November 13th at 11 a.m. at Greater Mount Olive Missionary Baptist Church in Plummerville. 
Visitation is Friday, November 12th from 3 to 6 p.m. at Larry G. Ackland Funeral Home of Conway. Burial will be at Mount Olive Cemetery in Plummerville. 735, we've got some clouds, 43 degrees at the KVOM studios on our way to a high of 71. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. Coming up on 737, we've got a few clouds, 43 degrees at the KVOM studios. The Moralton City Council has taken another step to ensure funding for the purchase and renovation of the old bowling alley facility on Howell Drive, along with additional parks and recreation improvements and street paving projects. During the group's regular monthly meeting Monday, The council unanimously passed a resolution authorizing the offering of capital improvement revenue bonds. The bond issue will generate approximately $1 million to acquire, renovate, furnish, and equip the bowling alley, and another $800,000 for street paving, renovations to the city's tennis courts, and the addition of four pickleball courts near the City Park Nature Trail. Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer says the renovation and reopening of the bowling alley is one of the most exciting things the city has offered the public since he's been in office. We've had the building inspected and the inspections came back good. Uh, I've been uh, walking through it with the owner and there's really, I don't think, going to be a whole lot of like structural remodeling, like building walls, we're going to build party rooms, we're going to have to close in the kitchen and uh, put all the new bowling equipment. We're going to have to put a great looking facade on the front of the building and pave the parking lot. To, you know, it's going, to be a, it's going to be a great place when we get done with it. The mayor says the bonds will be sold next Tuesday and another council meeting will be required after that to rectify the budget. Also approved during Monday's meeting, a resolution to redistrict the four city wards. The only changes to the ward boundaries based on the 2020 census numbers are that an area south of Lee Drive to Rock Street and east of Bentley Street to North Morrill Street will change from Ward 3 to Ward 2, and an area south of Brown Street, Green Street, and Borough Street, and west of Mockingbird Lane and South Bridge Street to the Arkansas River will change from Ward 4 to Ward 3. In other matters, the council agreed to proceed with a financing purchase of a new dump truck for the street department. The $99,000 vehicle is being purchased from Bruckner Truck Sales. The council also agreed to accept a $30,000 bid from McGee Ford for the purchase of a new truck for the landfill. Two Perry County farms are among the 32 farms in the state inducted Friday into the Arkansas Century Farm Program. The program recognizes Arkansas farms of 10 acres or more owned by the same family for at least 100 years. Newt Farms, which was established in 1900, and Simonis Theon Farms, which was established in 1914, were both inducted in the 2021 class. The Arkansas Department of Agriculture began the Century Farm Program in 2012 to highlight the contributions of these families to the agriculture industry, as well as their overall contributions to our state. Agriculture is Arkansas's largest industry, contributing more than $21 billion to the state's economy annually and providing one of every six jobs in the state. 
Arkansas consistently ranks in the top 25 nationally in the production of more than 15 agricultural commodities. There are now 526 farms recognized as Arkansas Century Farms throughout the state. The city of Kesa has been awarded an Urban and Community Forestry Community Assistance Grant by the Arkansas Department of Agriculture's Forestry Division. The Kesa Project, Healthy Shade Food Forest, will be led by Patty Baskin, who will oversee the care and maintenance of the trees. The city is currently planning for planting over 60 fruit and nut trees in the city park area, with plans to include a walking trail soon. The project will have an emphasis on teaching the residents in the community about the importance of having local healthy foods and how to care for and maintain other trees in the community. The Grant Review Committee ranked proposals based on program criteria, including how much the proposed project's implementation plan will improve a community's tree management program, the level of community involvement, educational components, and tree care and long-term maintenance planning. Communities that participate in the Tree City USA, Tree Campus, and Tree Line programs received additional ranking points. Urban and community forestry grants are administered by the U.S. Forestry Division and are funded through a grant from the U.S. Forest Service. Projects funded in 2021 must be completed by August 31st of 2023. If you're interested in volunteering or working on this project in Kesa, contact Michelle Donnelly at Kesa City Hall, 501-233-6210. In a program like Construction Technology, providing hands-on experience before students start their internship or enter the workforce can be a challenge. Well, thanks to a grant from the Office of Skills Development and a donation from the Arkansas Contractor Licensing Board, students at the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton now have a safe environment to learn heavy equipment operation and test their skills. UACCM's Mary Clark explains the CAT Simulator, now installed in Technology Building 2, features interchangeable controls so that students can learn how to operate a variety of heavy equipment. It mimics um, the movement that students would be if they were uh, would have if they were in the, uh, the the cab of a of a piece of heavy equipment. There's interchangeable controls. Um, there's a huge screen where they can see what they're doing, and then um, it's actually it evaluates their performance on how they uh, how they uh, go through those uh, processes, and uh, so they're really loving that. Clark says all of this helps students experience what it's like to operate the equipment in a safe, supervised space. The simulator also allows the instructor to see what skills students struggle with and help them improve. The Arkansas Department of Health reported just 141 new cases of coronavirus in the state Monday, along with 11 additional deaths and a reduction of one in the number of hospitalizations related to COVID-19. Locally, no new cases listed for Conway County or Perry County. Still 17 active cases in Conway County and 24 in Perry County as of Monday afternoon. 743, let's check markets. Here's Jenny Knight of Edward Jones Investments in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, major indexes finished higher today following news that Congress passed an infrastructure spending bill. Value is outperforming growth, with shares more sensitive to the economic cycle expected to perform well as COVID-19 cases decline and the infrastructure bill provides a boost to economic activity. Internationally, European equities are mixed, while Asian shares continue to slide. The U.S. 10-year yield is little changed at 1.5%. The Dow closed at 36,432, up 104 points. NASDAQ closed at 15,982, up 10 points. Volume was moderate as 894 million shares traded hands on the big board. 
Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was down $0.22 cents at $24.88. Bank of America was up $0.37 cents at $47.34. Centerpoint Energy was down $0.15 cents at $26.52. Deere & Company was up $5.66 at $360.86. Energy Corporation was down $3.17 at $101.08. Under Armour was down $0.22 cents at $21.12. Simmons Bank was up six cents at thirty-two dollars eighteen cents. Regions Financial was up nineteen cents at twenty-four dollars fifty cents. Southwestern Energy was up twelve cents at five dollars nine cents. Tyson Foods was down nineteen cents at eighty-one dollars thirty-seven cents. Walmart was down ninety-six cents at one hundred forty-nine dollars twenty-seven cents. Live Ramp was down twenty-two cents at fifty-five dollars ten cents. Interpublic Group was down fifteen cents at thirty-six dollars twenty-seven cents. NextEra Energy was down $0.94 cents at $84.59. Natural gas was down $0.10 cents at $5.41. Precious metals were higher. Gold was up $9.60 at $1,826.40. Silver was up $0.39 cents at $24.55. I am Jenny Knight, Branch Office Administrator with Edward Jones Investments, Doug Cahill's office, North Smooth Street, Downtown World. On our community calendar, Partners for Progress Food Pantry in Perryville will be closed Wednesday for repairs. Mount Pleasant Missionary Baptist Church in the Hill Creek community north of Plummerville is holding its next monthly community outreach Wednesday, 5.30 till 7.30 p.m. Food boxes, clothing, and prayer will be offered, and a meal will be served for all who arrive between 5.30 and 6.30. The Conway County Health Unit and Perry County Health Unit will remain open until 6 o'clock tonight and Wednesday, to provide the COVID vaccine for kids 5 to 11, no appointment is necessary. The Conway County Peacemakers will award quilts to local veterans Thursday, beginning at 10 a.m. at Catherine's Discount Fabric and More on Arrowhead Drive, north of Moralton. There will be a drawing for a free quilt. All are welcome. Donations to the organization can be made by calling Catherine Pruitt at 501-354-3940. The Conway County Literacy Council is selling raffle tickets for a 14 to 16 pound Pettyjean Meats Smoked Ham as the first prize, and a Pettyjean Meats Breakfast Box as second prize. The drawings will be held Friday the 12th. Tickets are $2 each, or three for $5. Those can be purchased by calling 501-306-2823. And the CHI St. Vincent Moralton Auxiliary's annual Thanksgiving Bake Sale is by pre-order only this year. A variety of cakes, pies, sweetbreads, bread, rolls, cookies, brownies, and candy can be ordered the deadline to order is this Friday. Orders will be available for pickup November 19th, 9 till noon at the hospital's Hickey Building. To place an order, call or text Dolores at 501-208-3840 or Karma at 501-208-6447. We want to take a moment and thank you for tuning in to KVOM's Morning News Watch. And we also want to recognize that not everyone can listen at 730 So that's why we've made the broadcast convenient for everyone by making it available on the KVOM podcast channel. You can subscribe for free by going to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or you can just listen on our website or app. Listen whenever it's convenient for you. Search for KVOM where you listen to podcasts. The KVOM Newswatch podcast, published each weekday, brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank.
747, we've got some clouds, 43 degrees Petty at Jean the State Banks, all-new free mobile app makes local morning banking news fast, continues simple, with sports and secure. And weather with you Eric can check Tyler, your balance, up deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town Always in touch. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. KVM's Newswatch for Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Marlton's Joseph Pinion is scheduled to sign his National Letter of Intent to play college basketball for the University of Arkansas during a ceremony on Wednesday at 12.40 p.m. inside Devil Dog Arena. Pinion is a four-star recruit and a top 100 prospect in the country, according to most recruiting services. He was the first player from the class of 2022 to commit to Coach Eric Musselman and the Razorbacks, doing so prior to his junior season. He's one of five top 100 players committed to Arkansas, which will give it one of the top-rated signing classes in the country. The high school football playoffs begin this week, and both schools from Perry County are participating. Perryville will go on the road to face Melbourne in the first round of the Class 3A playoffs this Friday. Bigelow is scheduled to host Mineral Springs for their first-round game of the Class 2A playoffs, but the Hornets have had to forfeit that game, so the Panthers advance to face the winner of this week's Hampton-Hazen matchup in the second round on Friday, November 19th in Bigelow. Marlton's Senior Girls Varsity basketball team opens its season tonight with the benefit game at Nashville. Junior Girls will play first at 5 p.m., followed by Senior Girls. Also tonight, Sacred Heart plays junior girls and boys and senior girls and boys games at home against Mulberry starting at 4 p.m. Wonderview hosts Perryville for junior girls and boys and senior girls and boys games starting at 4.30. And Nemo Vista plays senior girls and boys games at St. Joseph and Conway starting at 5.30. The 16th-ranked Arkansas Razorback men's basketball team opens its season tonight with game at home against Mercer. Tip-off is scheduled for 7 p.m from Bud Walton Arena. And look at weather here on this Tuesday. Currently, we've got humidity at 100% with north winds at 5 miles per hour. Barometric pressure 30.23. Low temperature this morning, 43 degrees. High yesterday at 75. A year ago today, the low was 62 at the high of 79. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year, 41.38 inches. Sunset this evening is 5:10. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 6:41. And a forecast for today calls for some patchy fog this morning. Otherwise, a mostly cloudy day. Afternoon high around 71 degrees. Mostly clear tonight. Not quite as cool. Low around 50 degrees tomorrow. Partly sunny. High near 70. Then increasing rain chances Wednesday night. 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms for the overnight hours Wednesday into Thursday. The low around 54. Then on Veterans Day on Thursday, slight chance of morning showers becoming sunny. The high in the mid-60s. And then a little bit of a cool down as we head into the weekend. Right now we have a little patchy fog in the area. And currently 45 degrees in Marlton at 752 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. 
Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.